Welcome to Twin Talk. This is Joy, and I'm here with my sister Angie. And today we're going to do kind of like what we did last time. We're just gonna, well, no, we did book recommendations last time, didn't we? We're just going to mm. talk about some books that uh, a book that I recently read, and Angie's going to talk about a book that she recently read, and just kind of tell if we liked it or didn't like it, if we recommended it, if we didn't. So I'm going to let Angie go first and uh, tell us about the book that you recently read. Okay, so I, I recently listened to The Residence on Audible. Have you read, have you had a no, chance to No, I have not it? had a chance to listen to it yet. Okay, so The Residence is by Kate Anderson Brower, and it was narrated by Karen White. And just, this is just interesting to me. It's got four stars. Okay. Uh, I'll talk about why that's interesting to me in just a little while. Right. But anyway, it's, uh, just real quickly, it's, uh, the summary says, it's a remarkable history with elements of both in the President's Secret Service and the Butler. The residence offers an intimate account of the service staff of the White House from the Kennedys to the Obamas. America's first families are unknowable, unknowable in many ways. No one has insight into their true character like the people who serve their meals and make their beds every day. Full of stories and details by turns dramatic, humorous, and heartwarming, the residence reveals daily life in the White House as it, re- as it is really lived through the voices of the maids, butlers, cooks, florists, doormen, engineers, and others who tend to the needs of the president and the first family. Okay, so my first question before you even start talking about okay. it. To be an employee at the White House, you have to have really high character. Don't they have mm-hmm. to sign all these, like, legal contracts saying that they won't talk to people or reveal personal things? Yes. Mm-hmm. So how are they writing these books if they've signed all these contracts? That's a good question. Um, so everyone that she interviewed and then I have to say this, it's been a while since I listened to this, mm-hmm. but I want to say that they were all retired mm-hmm. and I want to say that there is maybe a, a, a there's a, there's a, a, like le- a there's a legal term for it that <laughs> after so many years you can, like, okay. you can you, there's a certain period of time you can't speak, mm-hmm. but I think after a certain, yeah, after eight, that time expires, I think it's okay. And even then I think you know there's still certain things you probably can't say but uh so legally they can say a few things once this clause is yeah yeah there's there's a certain time period that's written into these contracts and i think once that time has elapsed i think then then they can speak freely okay sounds good to me i may have that completely wrong that's just how i remember it Uh, that's a great question though but anyway of course i was really excited when i saw this i thought oh this is going to be so interesting Mm -hmm. and i'm not it was get out the juicy tidbits yes heck i'm all about i want to know hey what's going on now you know what what was obama saying back there you know (laughs) but um honestly this okay this is my biggest beef with this it this could have been the best book Mm -hmm. it could have been so good and there was so many interesting things in it Mm -hmm. but it was the way it was crafted it drove Mm -hmm. me nuts okay Okay. so like okay so because okay so this is how i would have done it okay Okay. i would have been like okay because they went back as far as the kennedys okay Okay. and they went as most recently to the obamas okay because the book was i think it was written i guess that was kind of who was in office when the book was written anyway um Instead of saying, okay, this is all, we spoke to all everyone who worked for the Kennedys, and this is what they said about the Kennedys. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then maybe then LBJ. Mm-hmm. And then maybe uh, 
for Nixon or right. whatever the order of the presidents. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they didn't do it that way. So they didn't go in chronological they order. They did not go in chronological order, which drove me crazy. Uh, oh, they were rabbit so trailing it. They were right. So so basically they'd go, Oh, and one time the butler said you know, they were talking about LBJ's shower and how he, it was an ongoing deal. It was his, she could never get his shower. The, the, the sprayer, or the, the jets on it were never strong enough. And it was this ongoing saga with the shower. Oh and they would, they would, and that was pretty funny. It was pretty, <laughs> anyway, but they would say, they would give you a little tidbit about something Jackie, okay. o, Jackie Kennedy said. Okay. So and very sporadic it was all sporadic. over the place. And then the next, the next uh, paragraph would be about, Oh, and one time uh, Amy Carter was out with her dog, and I'm just like, and then they go back, and then and then and then, and here's the other thing. So it was very sporadic. I agree. You get Being it? Very OCD. Yes. I would want to, them to go in chronological yes. order. Give me all the juiciest yeah. tidbits about the Kennedys. Okay, right. now we're on LBJ. Exactly. Now so we're on. so one minute they're talking about Obama's daughters, the next minute they're talking about LBJ shower. Then they're talking about um, you know Kennedy's death, which is of course fascinating. Yeah. It's interesting. But I'm like. Uh, it was driving put it me, in order. To put it in order. It was driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing they did that drove me crazy. So anytime they would, which understandably, anytime they, they would say, okay, this is who saw this or who said this. Mm-hmm. Like the butler's the one that witnessed this. Mm-hmm. Well, they would give his full name and his years of service. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're not doing it in chronological order, mm-hmm. they might have said that butler's name 50 times. Right, I'm right. like, okay, this is the 50th time you've had to say mm-hmm. this butler's name and his title and, and he served from 1965 to 1983. I get right. it. Why don't, or they could have done it this way, Joy. They could have said, okay, here's Butler for, Smith. Here's, <laughs> here's what, here's his experiences and just, and did it chronological yeah, order of the, of the staff member. Yeah, that's true. So it was just the whole so way that it was read crafted. The credentials a million oh times. my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, okay, if y'all could rearrange the book and make it, make some sense of right. it, I would have enjoyed it. Do some sort times of more. logical order. Yeah. And there were so many things that, that you and I, if we had time, I'd sit here and tell you, oh, mm-hmm. and I found out this and that. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was lots of juicy tidbits. Right. But they didn't put it, they, they did it. It was a, a way a, They it was did it written. such a disservice. It was, okay. it was such a disadvantage. They could have made this such a good Okay, what book. was your, what was the mm-hmm. best piece of gossip or be, what would, or surprising or best, what was the hot one of the highlights you're like ooh, that's awesome um okay i guess the thing that interested me the most of the things was that like the clintons mm-hmm. because naturally being from arkansas we grew up with bill and hillary clinton and they talked about just how secretive they were mm-hmm. in the white house and okay. one of the things that really i thought was juicy so they have this rule that if a president uh, or anyone in the president's immediate family invites anyone to come whether it's a family member, a friend, a business mm-hmm. associate, uh, they do background checks. Right. And if that person has any type of criminal record, they'll have a service, uh, like a, um, what do you call secret them? Like a secret guy. service guy to kind of shadow them or at least or at least accompany them. Yeah. Well, they said the Clintons, they said everybody they invited had cri- into, the, <laughs> into the White House, they all had criminal histories. So they said they were constantly on their toes. They couldn't keep up with them because they didn't oh, have enough people no. to constantly be escorted. And everyone they invited in the White House, I said oh, they so all. Proud. I know, and so that was interesting to me. Um, 
anything they said about Jackie Kennedy, Jacqueline mm-hmm. Kennedy, was interesting to me. Now, the the woman that gave everybody fits was Nancy Reagan. Really? Oh, Lord. She was, like, perfectionist OCD. Really? Like, everything had to be perfect. Oh, I yeah, like, for one of the estate dinners or something they were because having. she was a librarian, right? I don't know. I think she it, was a lot. You're talking about George Jr.'s wife, Nancy. Not Barbara Bush, but... Nancy Reagan. Oh, wait, I'm thinking the you're Bushes. You're thinking the Bushes. I'm no, sorry. Think, think oh, Reagan. Nancy Reagan. Nancy yeah, Reagan. Yeah. Just say no to drugs. Do they? Well, yes. And do they talk about how she's into astrology and stuff? Because I read no. some stories where mm-hmm. she had a... Like a medium. Oh. Like a... Uh, what do they call it? A... A psychic, you know what? Come in and do some readings for Ronald Reagan, and I was um, like, "You've got to be you kidding me!" You know what? It, I do think they did mention something about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not she was positive. Real into like the supernatural. And it, stuff. it did. You're right because there was something in there that surprised me about her. But here's just one example of okay. her being just over the top. Mm-hmm. So like she was having a special estate dinner or something for some dignitary or something, and she requested that the chef make a certain type of dessert. Mm-hmm. He brought her. I swear it was like six. 16 different samples oh of cookies goodness. and none of them were good enough so oh. she finally just designs this little it was for it was around easter time mm-hmm. she designs this little easter basket and she wants it she wants like a little pastry easter basket with cookies inside of mm-hmm. it and and at the last minute mm-hmm. after he had already offered her like 12 options i right. said 16 but it was like maybe a dozen options mm-hmm. and he ends up doing what she wants and he's up all night with his staff Aww. just doing this because that's she's so demanding oh wow yeah and ronald reagan seems slow so laid back yes he was so uh, was he more laid yes, back yes they said he was he was definitely she was kind of it's too bad he couldn't have kind of reigned she was in. the one that kind of wore the pants in the family mm-hmm. and he was way more laid back mm-hmm. and like she was that's how he comes across she kind of pushed him a lot but but okay i will say this so I do recommend it because if you like gossip and juicy tidbits, mm-hmm. they're in there. Yeah. If you're just willing to bear through all right. the the scatteredness of mm-hmm. the, how scattered everything was, it's there. But uh, the thing that I think I enjoyed the most was just listening to how the White House is run yeah. and, and how much staff it takes mm-hmm. to uh, to run the house. Mm-hmm. And it's, that part to me was really interesting. I was like, they, they named how many butlers, how many pastry chefs and cooks mm-hmm. and maids and then valets and personal assistants and um and there's like a hierarchy there mm-hmm. and and it's funny because people make careers of it of course yeah and and there it was funny is the residents they're always there so every it's kind of like they run the place but every time a new president comes in you know they're having to readjust it's like they're yeah just, it's like and, a new boss yeah, and they said every time they would just they would have gotten so close and comfortable with the previous family mm-hmm. and they would it would be so sad because they would hate to see them go mm-hmm. and then so that not only they're having to say goodbye to what they feel like is a family like mm-hmm. they feel like it's truly their family i never thought about that they get attached to the families yes. and they're having to say goodbye every four years yes. or maybe eight years and, they, and like even with you know, like when Kennedy died, they're talking about how hard it was. And they literally, when one president leaves and another one comes in, it all literally happens within like 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So it's like a huge... Right. And they have to be super organized. It's a huge process mm-hmm. to, to move one in and one out oh, within, like, within like 24 hours. It right. literally happens overnight. Wow. Yeah. It sounds pretty fascinating. It is. I mean, I definitely recommend it. I just wish... I just felt like they could have done a little better job... With the structure. With the structure of the story. Okay. Yeah, of the book. So. Okay. Well, the book that I just read not too long ago, listened to, I should clarify, listened to it. Um, it's called Boone. It's a biography by Robert Morgan. 
Uh, and I'm just going to read the little summary. The story of Daniel Boone is the story of America. Its ideals, its promise, its romance, and its destiny. Best-selling, critically acclaimed author Robert Morgan reveals the complex character of a frontiersman whose heroic life was far stranger and more fascinating than the myths that surround him. Uh, this rich, authoritative biography offers a wholly new perspective on a man who has been an American icon for more than 200 years. A hero as important to American history as his more political contemporaries, George Washington and Benjamin Franklin. And it talks about how has the book has extensive notes, cultural and historical background material, maps, illustrations. Of course, I did the audio version and I will say I, I can't. I can't tell you ex the exact hours. I'm going to say it was 20 plus hours on the aud mm. Audible app, and it did seem like it went on and on. So the reason I chose this book was because I'm always, I always want to kind of get out of my comfort zone, and 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 when I see a title, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I would like that. Kind of like the climbing with Molly that we talked about, mm -hmm. how you know we just kind of stepped out of our comfort zone, read a book about rock climbing, and it led to those really cool documentaries mm -hmm. you watch. So I thought, okay, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. I'm going to read about this frontiersman. I'd all, you know, I don't know anything about Daniel Boone, hardly anything at all. And I'm glad I read it. But I will say it's one of those that just seemed that it went on and on and on. And he told, man, it's like he left no stone unturned. I mm -hmm. mean, it started with his ancestors and went all the way through their lives. And then, of course, through Daniel's Boone life. And then even, like, some of his kids. And it was interesting. And I learned so much. It's just be prepared for a time investment. Whether mm. you read it or listen to it, it's long. So you have to really want to know about him to read the book, Yes, like. you. And I, there was so much in there that I, I was clueless. I did not realize. I knew he was a frontiersman. You know, I knew he was a big time hunter. Like he was known for, that was his passion in life was hunting. And he, uh, I have to reveal my, some ignorance on my okay. part about Daniel Boone. So, you know, you just mentioned in that summary that you read that his contemporaries were George Washington mm -hmm. and Benjamin Franklin. Mm -hmm. I honestly thought that he, I thought he lived more in the later 1800s. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, mm -hmm. I actually thought he was like the next generation after mm -hmm. George Washington, right. but he actually lived during the no, time of the Revolutionary as a matter, War. Yes. Oh, that's yes. Okay, I and did that's, not know that. That's what I didn't understand mm -hmm. either. And what's crazy is he spent his whole life, he actually was even captured by Indians. Okay, so here he is. He's one of the main key people credited for opening the... Uh, Oh my gosh, I've read this a million times in the book, and here I am drawing a blank. I'm so tired, I can't think. But he opened this trail mm -hmm. that helped people get into mm -hmm. Kentucky. Yeah. Like he's the main trailblazer, you know. And what's ironic, and I think this That's is funny. one of the. I can't think of the name of it either. It's famous, it. it's yes, extremely famous. The Appalachian Trail. Uh, I don't know. I feel stupid now because I've read it a million times and I can't think of the name of it. But anyway, either. what's ironic is. He is one of the key people responsible for, you know, making these trails where, and making it accessible where people could get into Kentucky. So he blazed. He blazed okay, that, okay. literally blazed the trail. But as more and more people came in, the animals started to leave and the hunting started getting worse and worse. And that was his passion was hunting, was hunting. And so the one thing that he loved, he was one of the causes of why it went away. And he, he loved, according to this book, he admired the Indians. He was even captured by them and lived among them for, I think it was two years. 
Um, and so he was very familiar with the Indian ways. He even learned some of their languages. And um, there was so, there's just too much in the book to go through every story. But there mm-hmm. are some fascinating stories. And how he survived for as long as he did without dying. I mean, he came near death so many times. Mm-hmm. But his story is fascinating. I think it's I think it's worth reading if you don't mind investing the time. And I did learn a lot about our country just by reading about his life oh, really? and how things okay. work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I'm glad you read it because I, when I saw that you were reading it, I thought, "Ooh, that looks really interesting." Mm-hmm. But I thought I'll let her read it first and tell me if it's yeah, worth the time. <laughs> I'll say it just uh, in your case. I might just give you the highlights someday. Okay. Because <laughs> right now, I, just, I don't know why I'm so tired right now. and I, I'm having trouble thinking straight right now. Maybe it's because it's like our third podcast of the night. And we I'm both worked too. all day. I and I think if I was more alert and had more sleep, I could really get into some of the stories and tell you about some of the stories. But yeah, if you're interested in mountain men and the founding, founding fathers and like people who really made a difference in our country, he, he he's portrayed as a really good guy. He's portrayed as a Christian type man even though he didn't like go to church all the time and things like that they said when he went on these trips he always carried his bible with him that was one of his favorite things to read was the bible he always made sure he treated people right he never cheated any even though many many people cheated him Mm -hmm. and took advantage of his kindness many Hmm. many times he never took advantage of anyone, and he always made sure he paid his debts, and he always treated people kind of like the golden rule. Oh. He always made sure he treated people how he'd want to be treated. And I will say, after reading this book, I have great respect for him. Really? His, his cur- he's a, a man of great courage. Sounds like he was a man of great faith and very respectable, and I have mm. a lot of respect for him after reading this book. Okay. So The Cumberland Gap. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. it. I the, couldn't remember. Uh, yeah, it just says uh, the Cumberland Gap, Nature's Passage through the Cumberland Mountains between Kentucky, Tennessee, and Virginia. Yeah. Okay. But um, it's cool how in the book they talk about how out of all the lands they, you know, had been around and all the lands people had surveyed and seen, Kentucky was considered like the gem. I mean, it oh. was considered like, you know, key prime uh, farmland and hunting. So Kentucky okay. was like the real like you considered, know, um, you know. someday um, I'd like to mention this. We have a brother-in-law named Mark Cumby, mm-hmm. and uh, he is—he's a—he loves the—he he loves any anything, any type of story about mountain men. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know he's really—I uh, think he's read a lot about Daniel Boone, and he yeah. knows a lot about Daniel Boone. But mm-hmm. someday, maybe we could actually have Mark on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that he'd want to on here or not he might i don't know and just have him discuss daniel boone i think it'd be mm-hmm. really interesting yeah and he also uh, recommended books to read books is it jeremiah johnson was he one of the main mountain yeah men? he he mentioned this guy's name and was that it jeremiah i don't remember and, I and, and we all looked at him like who are you talking about and he was laughing like y'all don't know who yeah he was is. laughing because we'd never heard of this yeah, guy but he's nobody in the room the, had ever heard of he's him he's one of the yeah. most famous mountain men i guess yeah in yeah United States. mark would be really good source i think a really good um he'd be a really good person to have on to discuss yeah yeah, to if we ever decide we want to go in depth and actually yeah. really discuss one of oh, his yeah, books. Definitely. Yeah. So. Okay, well, I guess to recap it all, um, I did enjoy reading uh, the Daniel Boone biography by Robert Morgan. I mm-hmm. felt like it was super, super long, mm-hmm. but I learned a lot about our country and the, and I have great respect now for Daniel Boone. Okay, yeah, and uh, like I said, I, you know, I've 
don't mean to beat a dead horse, but I recommend the residence. <laughs> I, I recommend the residence. It is 10 hours and 16 minutes long okay. on Audible. But you know what? This would be one of those books that just listen to it when you get bored if you're on the treadmill or you're out walking or mm-hmm. something. It's, 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 it's good to pass the time with. Okay. So. Sounds good. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Twin, Twin Talk. Talk.